Hello? Chris, it's Scott. Oh, hey man, how's it going? <laughs> totally excellent, dude. Oh, um, okay, cool. Well, what's up? <laughs> Not much, compadre. Just chilling out here at Mikasa. All right. Hey, uh, are you okay? You seem different. Oh, yeah, man, I'm totally tubular. I've just been listening to this bitchin' new podcast and scarfing down some zaz, you know? Right. Bitchin'. Totally. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, and it's a completely gnarly new show that breaks down, analyzes, and discusses the 1990 live-action Turtles movie one shell kicking minute at a time! Wait, one minute at a time? Like, a whole episode dedicated to just, like, one minute of the movie? Oh. Hey, Scott, hold on a second. Dude, I have got a boss new podcast to show you. Oh my god, it's like totally rad. You're gonna freak. Hey, Adam, Rachel, uh, come in, I guess. Is that Scott? Put him on speaker. Yeah, he was just telling me about Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles Minute. Minute. Excellent. Excellent. Rad. Dude, dude, how totally mondo is that show? Totally, man. I like scoped so many fresh new knowledge nuggets. I feel like my brain is going to explode. Yeah, and it comes out every day of the week, so I can just max and relax and score some serious turtle time. Chris, you have to motor over to DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute right now. Yeah, okay, I, I just... Am I going to start talking like that? Yo, Connor, don't be a spaz. Yeah, be wicked. Bodacious. Righteous. Fresh. So, bro, what's it going to be? You going to check out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute or what? Well, I guess there's only one thing to say. Cowabunga! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, available July 31st on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast where we make love to the movie Rocky 2, one kissing minute at a time. Uh, I am Jason Haynes. I, you know, I, all, I ask you one thing. It's like for a little bit of enthusiasm and just love for what all we're right. doing. Next time. My next intro will be so I don't know much if there's going to be a next time. <laughs> my next intro. Listen, will be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, shopping I'm, for I'm a new gonna partner. My, I'm going to write my own intros from now on. I was you should. To... You should. I Why encourage you. you... Why do you yell every once in a while? <laughs> I'm writing my own intros. Next, stay tuned for next. When be the next set of minutes? 26 when you hear my new intro. Wait, I'm not going to hear it? You're going to have to listen in sometime in, what are we, in November? Oh, he means like this oh. This block of minutes. I mean, you. I didn't you... write him. I have to. Oh, okay. Sorry, gotta, that, that would require do, yeah. doing some research, which Shay doesn't like week. to do. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just whip it out like that. Uh, I'm Doug, by the way. I'm Doug. All right, and uh, today joining us is Rob from Tombstone Minute, Titanic Minute. Hello, Rob. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on again. That's a wonderful intro, Jay. Don't let Doug tell you otherwise. Well, he writes it, and uh, listen. Know, sometimes sometimes the jokes you really gotta. Not that they're jokes, but sometimes you gotta reach for material. Is it the way I read it? doesn't it? always write itself, right, Rob? No. Nope. Thank you. Maybe if I read it differently? Maybe. The Daily we Podcast, where we make love to the movie Rocky Two, one kissing minute at a time. 
Wow. Hang on, let me get my hand on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we're knocking out minute 22, which begins with Rocky putting dead Adrian's mind at ease and ends with a light going out. <laughs> All right. Um, so here we are. We pick back up with Rocky. That wasn't written that way. Possibly good Adrian. <laughs> so, okay. So, all right. Let's uh, maybe, you know, maybe some listeners weren't a fan of that theory. Okay. Fair, fair enough. enough. I'm sure they're not. So maybe she's not dead. Maybe Adrian is like a real sex doll. <laughs> I, I, I have much, much. I. <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> let's go with she's dead. Well, hold on, <laughs> they make that those things explain. so realistic now. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain he carries her and puts her in the bed. He, uh, he, uh, he, you know, he he's holding her at that wedding. <gasps> he carried he her all the way down the street. <laughs> he dragged he dragged her to the zoo, and that would explain that would explain. The one hole in this theory, even though the, the Adrian sex doll has more than one hole, um, is, <laughs> is Polly. It would explain why Polly talks to her too, because <laughs> no, don't is say it, it possible. Is it possible that Polly doesn't have a sister? <laughs> he just has an old sex doll he gifted to Rocky. <laughs> Did he sanitize it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean he's a friend, um, and and so that would explain that would explain that wedding. Oh, scene. oh my god! It would explain why Mickey was so horrified and got out of there, <laughs> and it also explains you know this downfall that we have here, and also by the way explains why Adrian is never at the fights. Well, so this one. In the picture, and then in the picture, <coughs> oh my god, he's not choking, he's holding her head up. Yeah, he's trying to blow some life into her, he's trying to pair her back up. Okay, <laughs> I'm starting to think that you're the sociopath, not Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just see what happens, you know. Okay, we have a Nothing few different more- angles to look at. Yeah, nothing is more tragic than when your sex doll goes into a coma. No, that that is uh it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot of nights of loneliness. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jay's on board. <laughs> I, I hope she's dead in the end of this and not a sex doll. <laughs> So she or, hopes nothing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Or, or Rocky Seven is just just an old Sylvester Stallone like laying on a totally deflated doll, and then the credits roll. At some point, <laughs> at some point between five and <clears throat> Rocky Balboa, she died of the lady cancer. Lady cancer. That's right. Which is just a punctured hole inside the doll. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to say goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. And he let her go, and then she just, like, the air came out like an old balloon, and she blew over by the cemetery. <laughs> Got stuck in that tree. Oh <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there are some angry, angry Rocky fans <laughs> listening to this. Listen, people, we are watching one minute, one, one very 
short minute of lovemaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's not much we could get out of it, so we, <laughs> you know. Is this their first time, do you think? Oh, we debated that a little bit in Rocky 1. When is the kid born? I mean, this is obviously when he's conceived, but clearly. Uh, but we, um, <laughs> there were, there were. Uh, I think our guests at the time thought that they they might have had sex the night the f- of the first kiss. No way. Um, also, when he comes back with the meat and he tells her to go make the meat, which is uh, another <laughs> like tickles your 2018 sensibilities. Just go make the meat. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to the kitchen and apologizes. She she's Randy. She's she wants to get some. Yeah, but he kind of brushes her off. There's some. There was some discussion of maybe when he apologized to her, maybe they, they went and uh, knocked boots. Is that relevant mm. these days? No. <laughs> did the kids say that anymore? No, they say making meat. Making meat. That's what, that's what you call uh, baby making now. Go make the meat. Yes, go make some meat. Uh, okay, so uh, so I guess there's two different questions, and if you already went through this in, in Rocky One. I mean, I guess the th- uh, three questions. Is this their first time together, right? Mm-hmm. Is is this their is this the first time for Adrian? And is this the first time for Rocky? The first time Adrian and Rocky made sweet love was the first time for Adrian. Yeah. It was not the first time for Rocky. We also um there's there's some telling I don't know when the hell it was. There's a there's a few telling um comments that Rocky may have banged around the neighborhood a little bit in his youth. When he walks that girl home and she calls him like a trash or something, right? <laughs> the screen creepo? <laughs> she- yeah. Maybe that's because he was like, you know, the name no. peddler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sullying everything about Rocky this week. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> he does seem more natural at this than she does. I don't remember when it is, but but Paulie makes a comment to Rocky about how how he he uh, set Rocky up with his first girlfriend or whatever. Okay, doll. See, I've read a lot of scripts and like the novelization too, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm mixing stuff that I've read to stuff that's on screen also. Okay, so you mentioned the novelization. Have you read the novelization of this movie? Uh, I'm going through it. As we okay. record, because it's the the novelization is told from Rocky's point of view, so it's in in Rocky ease. And he and Ro- and St- Stallone wrote it, right? That is correct. Oh my God, what a what an artifact! <clears throat> Let me so, see here. There, be- there may be <laughs> Rob. You may be lucky. <laughs> I may refer to the book. He's lucky very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Adrian hopes nothing changes, and Rocky responds that he ain't changing, and he sure ain't never changing nothing about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rocky good. doesn't know the art of the double negative. <laughs> Actually, that might be a triple negative. Well, then it's fine again. <laughs> then it's fine. He sure ain't never changing nothing about her. That's that's three yeah. negatives. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. It- um, no, go ahead, Rob. No, I, I go ahead. I don't have anything. Uh, I was just going to say that I'm that me as a viewer am actually buying that these two people are in love. Her "I love you" is really uh, desperate. Desperate might not be the right word, but the way she says it, it's like like she can't she can't even she can't contain it. Well, okay. I don't know, Rob. You 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 covered you covered one of the most romantic movies of I all time. I mean, like, what what are you getting out of this? Are you getting the romance? Um. 
You getting the love? I I I sometimes like my relationship with Rocky is very complicated. Uh and so sometimes I think it does work. I think it is endearing and sweet and I think uh everything with them getting into the bed or coffin or whatever you want to call it um doesn't work, but like I think there is something uh with the like the like i love you and and you know i think they need to set up the kind of not changing thing because that's mm. a, a a big part of what we're going to talk about the rest of this week um yeah that that is true it's also a big part of any marriage really yeah that's true i mean the big question i have during this entire minute is who turns off the lights i does he is there there's a lamp over there right doesn't he turn it on Wait. Find a, <coughs> find a second here. Who turns off the damn light? It's on a timer, probably. <laughs> it's not on a timer. Did he turn on the light like the morning of the? Uh... Oh, it's it's on a timer. It goes off. It's not on a timer. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the light is in that little cubby somewhere. That little alcove where the bed is. So it's it's a light. It's not like a curtain. Well, there is a there's a curtain as well. There's no, definitely not a window. Okay, it's uh, power went out. I don't know, it, there, there may be like a like one of those pull chains, maybe a, a light from above. He tied it to his toe. <laughs> yeah, he nobody gets up. Just kicked his leg to, <laughs> to turn yeah. off the light. Could be a clapper. Like this might predate the clapper. The, <laughs> it very much predates the clapper. Oh, hold on. Okay, that's our mark. Alexa, uh, you think people are going to make fun of uh, Alexa the way we make fun of the clapper now? Like, remember yes. when people would be like, Alexa, turn on the light. Oh, my God, I'm sure. <laughs> when they have, like, the uh, the blinker, when all you have to do is blink to turn something on or off. Yeah. Oh, my God, let's invent it. The blinker. Right down. <clears throat> Jay's writing it down. Uh, how do we feel about the kissing, though? Is it is it gross? <laughs> yes. Generally, unless you're... Inv- well, wait, that's not fair to say. Kissing is much better to be is 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 a much better sport to be part of than a spectator one. That is <laughs> very truer statement has never been made. But also I think if you zoom in and get this close up to anyone's kiss, it's gonna look like this. You know, like this is really close. They should have backed this up a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I did I, I did a uh I did a a um movie review podcast episode for the specialist. With Ryan and Craig, mm. and we went, we dug deep into the Sylvester Stallone love scene, and Sharon Stone. It wasn't with himself; it was with Sharon Stone. But um, the uh, the the observation that I have is Sylvester Stallone is not a particularly attractive guy. What? I I agree. I don't find him attractive. I disagree. Really? Yeah, he's handsome. I, I don't know. Just maybe it's him. Maybe it's just something about him like draping his his face over hers that but this is turns like me. i said it's just so close all kisses look like this what do you think a kiss looks like do they yeah they do that that thing where they just mash their faces together <laughs> i saw a video of a guy who does he was at a presentation he does like imaging like medical imaging and he was showing like different videos and he showed one of like essentially like medical imaging of two people kissing so you could see their tongues like as oh, they were kissing, it was man. disgusting. It was just seeing through their skulls and just seeing just tongues 
hitting each other and going down each other's mouths, and you're just like, God, that's horrifying. <laughs> so like you said, it's it's more fun to do than to watch. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I this this kiss isn't weird. It you know, Adrian is definitely uh I agree that she's new to this because she's stuck. Oh. <laughs> Oh, stop. All right, you're right, you're right. Any close-up kissing is gross. <laughs> uh, you're right about Adrian being new to this, because she doesn't know what to do with her hand. She's got Where's the hand, hand stuck between them uh, early on, and she doesn't know how to, like, move her... Stop you know. watching goddamn kissing videos and go back to... <laughs> um, <laughs> minute, please. Hang on, I'm going to look. They're two awkward people. You can't come on and have this... Oh, yeah, this, her hand. Yeah. You know, sexy on-scene kiss. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think this just actually kind of toes the line of, like I said, earnest, but it's not overly sexy. He doesn't know. He just right thirty eight seconds of kissing, by the way. Right before they they cut out to the room, he like grabs her head and like pulls it in a weird weird way. He doesn't know how to hold. They had the same problem with the kissing by the doorway. He doesn't know how to hold someone's head when he kisses them. I do appreciate that this kiss, unlike the first movie, is a little more consensual. Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough subject to cover, but. We made it yeah. through, buddy. We made it through. Yeah. They uh, in the book actually. You mentioned last minute how um, what, what a what a banging wedding night this is. Yes. <laughs> but there is a scene in the book after the church. They they went to Andy's bar and they done some serious drinking. You know, people asking for autographs. Uh, Paulie, in the only way that he can, telling Rocky to let him handle her if she gives him any trouble. Let's see, yeah, Rocky buys the around the drinks for the bar and uh, takes off. So I guess that's where we cut to uh, Adrian and Rocky walking down the street. Where the hell do I have it in my notes? But I know that I looked this up and I thought I wrote it down. But um, if they walk, because uh, I, I was wondering about them. Oh, uh, you know what? I know this was. <laughs> See, Rob, <laughs> in this crazy minute-by-minute minute world, sometimes you record out of order, and in this case, we mm. certainly did. But, um, yeah, so, anyway, I must have discussed this last week. I did I did learn one thing. You mentioned the book, or deleted scenes. Um, I did learn uh, that there's something that Rocky and I have in common from a deleted scene from this movie. And I don't know when that happens, so I'm going to mm-hmm. spoil it. Spoil. Rocky and I have the same first name. Robert. Yes. Apparently, there's a deleted scene with Mickey where you find out uh, that Rocky's original name is Robert. That is correct. So, that's neat. Yeah, the, the deleted scene was, um, I, you know, I'm, it might be in the book. It's probably in the script. when, uh, Ro- Like, it's a flashback to Rocky when he was a teenager and he first goes to Mickey's bar. Yeah. Mickey's bar. Jesus. Mickey's, Mickey's bar. gym. He goes to Mickey's diner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, and he introduces himself as Robert Robert Balboa. I don't know. Uh, well, we know that that the nickname Rocky he invented when he was eating dinner. Uh, I love the piano. I, I do. I love the piano and the the swell. The like the piano swell right as they like really get into it. They they you know the music guy really. What's his name? Bill Conti. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. I think he does. I uh, This is my co-host Duff's take, but I'm going to co-opt it here. I think Rocky, the first movie, and this one especially, is probably like an average to like above average movie without the music. But with the music, it turns it to being incredibly memorable. And like a lot of movies are like that, obviously. But like I think the score and music 
for uh for Rocky and I Rocky 2 like I agree I like the opening theme to Rocky 2 as well I think it's I think it's great I think uh like a Jay you're a music guy so y- you you would probably agree with me that like a good score can take a an average movie and make it great it could take a great movie and make it unbelievable like Titanic was known for its score yep Lord of the Rings obviously Star like the Star Wars Jones, movies Jones, yeah yeah all the John Williams stuff a- anything John Williams does but there's like the big names in composing are John Williams Alan Silvestri mm-hmm. James oh, Horner sure. James yeah Horner. yeah Bill Conti is he's you know he did Rocky he did the Karate Kid he did he did a like a bunch of little things but the he, he composed a lot of the Academy Awards Oh, How I many didn't know that. Did you say that? Uh, like 13 remember. or 14? We, 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 we talked time. about it a few. Once a week, we talk about this. We okay. look it up and we use it again. <laughs> so he's, he's, rel- like 14. he's relatively low, I think, on the top composers list. But, I mean, he wrote an unforgettable score for these for this string of movies. Do a lot of movies do scores or they just piece together like songs nowadays and just... Um, I it think depends, it depends. On, on what yeah what, what, what the director's going for. I would argue... I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, like films still win best original score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of what one recently, but like Phantom Thread, like Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead does some scores. Like for uh, he did Phantom Thread and There Will Be Blood, and those movies have fantastic scores. Uh, Moonlight actually is a really great movie, but also has a really good score as well. Um, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. That was great. Trying to think of other ones. Those are like just ones I can think of. That have good scores, but uh, yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, the problem is, if it's a really good score, the reason we know the scores from the past is because they're so much part of our pop culture that, you know, I think it takes a while for a, for a movie score to do that. But it it might be less. I don't know. Obviously, all the Marvel movies, all the superhero movies, they have yeah a score to it. They have like a... it's it's It might not be like a classical score like some of these epics <laughs> do, but... Oh, and then Nine Inch Nails. I mean, Trent Reznor does a bunch of scores for yeah. um, David Fincher films. Those are really good. So it's just, I maybe they're just a little different. Also, another guy, well, I can't think of his name, but the guy from Devo, Mark. Oh, Danny Elf? No, Danny no, no, Elfman no. was. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Danny Elfman <laughs> he was, was Devo. <laughs> he was not Devo. He was another. Uh... Uh, Mark Mothersbaugh or whatever, however you say his name. Uh, he was in Devo and he scored, I think he scored a bunch of Wes Anderson films. All right. So. Yeah. What's his name? What friggin' alt-rock band was Danny Elfman in? <laughs> Help me. Toto. He was in Toto. Danny Elfman was in Toto? Hang on. Now you're making me question <laughs> myself. I, I have a list of... Yeah, there's some good... Shape of Water was uh, last year's winner. Yeah. For score. La La Land. One. Yeah. The Hateful Eight. Grand Budapest Hotel. Gravity. Are you telling me that Danny Elfman could hear the drums echoing tonight? <laughs> Hang on, keep keep going with the scores. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. Danny Alpha thing is no, no, my he mind. Wasn't, he wasn't in Toto. It was Oingo Boingo. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Toto, I'm such a dick. Oh, rings, yeah. Harry Potter. Uh, you know, one one of my favorite Titanic won best score in 1997. Yeah, that's a good score. Duh. Um, one of my favorite scores in a movie of all time is from the movie Glory, mm-hmm. the uh, Civil War epic with uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, the the movie itself was good, but the score like launched it into a, a another realm. Dude, in the fuck in the nineties, 
Disney killed best score category. Yeah, a lot Beauty of and the Beast one, Aladdin one, Lion King one, Pocahontas one. Yeah. Wow. They they had like original songs also. Yes. Yeah, I mean they were musicals, right? Yeah. So I'm, well, I I think yeah, I'm, like a musical or you know, I'm talking scores like scores. as a whole, like when Jaws, like a cla- like Jaws, like a classical, no lyrical accompaniment. You're, you're just talking. Okay. Does that ha- well, my question is that happen still a lot? I, I don't think a lot. I mean, like Dark Knight had it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're as memorable nowadays as they uh, were back yeah. then. We'll say that. Yeah, we'll say that. But but is that but is it the the case of like the the length of time that goes on is something is what makes it. Yeah, I think that's part of it, right? Because you can, you know, you can name like a bunch of scores from the 80s. But if I was like, name the best scores of 1987, you might not come up with that many, right? Like you just have a longer time period to, to, to pull from. I feel like all these best score nominees for like are all the same people. John Williams, he, he's nominated every year. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, he's Who? good. He's Thomas a Newman. Radiohead. Oh, oh, that guy. Thomas okay. Newman. Um, Randy Newman? No. Randy New- Short people. <laughs> Ale- Alexandre Desplat. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's a big he one. Yeah. Of Jesus. I guess Moneyball had a score, strangely enough. Uh, oh, the uh, the Natural was another one. I don't know who scored the Natural. It's a baseball. You mentioned Moneyball. Natural yeah. is a baseball movie from the early 80s. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Really, we keeping you up there, pal? Gustavo Santa Lola, Santa Olala. He he had back to back wins of the best score. All right, Brokeback Mountain and Babel. Right, I guess we could stop talking about scores right well, now. Okay. Everybody gets it. I think I think people got it. Randy Newman did produce some scores right here. Well, I know he sure, produced a, bug, a Bug's Life. <laughs> Is that your go-to Randy Newman That's reference? My only Randy Newman reference. <laughs> Dude, Hans Zimmer has been writing scores for 30 years. Jesus, 20 years? A lot of years. John Williams, actually, every year, dude. If I ever make a movie, I'm hiring him. Is he still alive? He kind of, like, John Williams, I think, just, I don't think he's alive. I think he just has, like, his algorithm in, like, a loop. It's just a big computer. (laughs) And they're just like, we know how to do a John Williams score. They're just like. He's updated. Yeah, it's just like, hit the exciting button and then like it just like puts the strings together and does it <laughs> his brain is loaded into the cloud yep yep he's dead too you don't think you don't think anybody's alive <laughs> Everybody. adrian adrian's dead john williams dead nobody's alive anymore <laughs> well listen, I, I they've never called me i don't get any emails from them but didn't you argue that jack may still be alive from titanic no, I don't. Wait, I might have. I went through a lot of crazy theories. There. <laughs> My favorite is that there's multiple cars they had sex in in the cargo hall in Titanic. Yeah, that was a good one. Because um, because of, of where the handprint was on. Yeah, the Yeah, they're just going to ha- the car to car, steaming them up and smacking their hands. The wet handits. That's what I called them. <laughs> they're young. They could do that. They can go bang in one car and just go right to another car. They're like 19. That's when you do that. See if that was. Me, the uh, the Gestapo would have found me passed out in the first car. Yeah, with a cigarette. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else on on uh, scores or the Rocky Adrian score here. Somehow we managed to squeeze some content out of this very shy in content minute. So uh, you know, I'll call it a wrap. Jay, mm-hmm. you good? All right, Rob, go ahead and uh, 
Let the fans know where they can find you. I'm just going to plug my new stuff, afreepodcast.com. It's called A Free Podcast. We thought we were super clever by naming it that, and then we released it, and we found that if you type like a free podcast, just like Joe Rogan and stuff comes up because all the search <laughs> engines are like, we're not going to let this stuff go. Um, <laughs> but you can go to nobody wants podcast. to pay for a podcast. Yes. <laughs> so you can go to freepodcast.com, and that's a movie one where we're talking about fail sons for season one at least. I want to, uh, real quick shout out my buddy ryan who um who's a huge tombstone fan and he said he wants to get into tombstone minute so ryan just so you know this is the guy oh it's me yeah that does tombstone minute so uh i urge you to go listen to it jay where where can our fans find us I'm I'm just scoring over scores here i'm i'm all into this all shall i you want me to i don't do even it? know uh, like uh, so, no, you can find us at uh, on uh, our listeners group, Money Mix, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us. You can check our Twitter at Rocky Minute. We are on Instagram also nowadays, Rocky Minute. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at Rocky Minute at gmail dot com. Yeah, there's the email. <laughs> or you can head over to DuelingGenre dot com and download our stuff there, as well as some other things you might be interested in. You don't have to download it. You can just like click the play button on the website, and then- you can head over there and <laughs> click it and listen to it. And uh, I'll be starting my own podcast called uh, Right <laughs> Scores. I analyze every score from movie one minute at a time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Scoring scores. <laughs> Scoring oh, score. that, can you give the scores a score? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we absolutely can. Okay, absolutely can. I think you got something here. You know what you could do is you could, you could do. Here we go. You could do a uh, four score. Oh. <laughs> you have to wear an Abe Lincoln beard. Yes. And I don't know how you get the seven years ago in there somehow, but you could do it over seven years. Take your time. Write that. You material. pick one score. Once one, you pick the best score for seven years. Yep. Review those scores. The four best every seven years. Four score in seven years oh, ago. <laughs> I can write this fast. I, every. Oh my god! Every single Disney movie has been nominated for for best score. Even Ratatouille. I don't even remember the score. Dude, Ratatouille. Rat, that's like my favorite Pixar film. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's up on Toy Story. Oh, boy. Just watched it again today. Ratatouille or Toy Story? Toy Story every day. He has a two-year-old. That's all he watches. That's all he wants oh, to watch yeah. is Toy Story. Have you told your two-year-old about, like, I think I think Andy's mom's husband either left him or died? <laughs> Do you know what the real story behind that is? <laughs> no one does. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there was actually an explanation for it. It's like like um, man's men's faces were too hard to render or some shit like that. Oh, is that why it really was? But like, if I think canon though, like if you go through the Toy Story, I think he died because I think because you see pictures of him, so that's why they assume it's not a divorce because you wouldn't keep pictures of him. In oh, house. that's true. That's true. Yeah. If I can direct you, if you want to know the answer to that, we have a Toy Story minute on DuelingGenre.com. So those guys, I'm sure. But if they don't hang the dead dad's picture, then he can't cross over on the on the on the what's it called in coco yeah <laughs> oh, the, what's the thing they put the pictures on oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, come on the, they're all the, they're all the oprenda inter- <laughs> <laughs> his pictures on the oprenda he can't come cross over and visit there we go a uh, coco's really good too 
All right. Well, hopefully you guys will remember me for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, it's a Coco reference, guys. Boom. Oh, (laughs) shit. I did not get that. Do you remember him for tomorrow? Did you know that was a uh, Coco reference? Remember me. Remember me. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) See, my kids are older now. I don't watch Pixar Uh, as much. Coco wasn't nominated for best score? Should have been. Jesus. It won best song, I think, though. It did win best song. Yeah, but that's not my favorite song of the movie, remember? I mean, my favorite song is the one at the end where... Uh, <laughs> we're suddenly transported to Rocky's uh, Italian restaurant in Creed. <laughs> you know, in the real version of that restaurant, the, the waitstaff sings opera. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, no joke. It's It's incredible. That's bizarre. All right, Jay's looking up Coco no, uh, <laughs> videos. So we're going to uh, call it quits for tonight, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow on Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take this! All right, we did right. it. Was that good? Yeah. That was good. I mean, it's for you, Doug. You're the one that does the editing. Does it help you? It does, because okay. there's a lot of times we do a lot of babbling before, you know, before the uh, before we start actually doing the minute. So, yeah. like, getting those clap, those spikes in the waveform kind of helped me line everything up. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think there's some spikes in the waveform of Adrian and Rocky's bed here. <laughs> <laughs>